0: It was May of 1978, I just graduated from high school with a 4.2 grade point average and a 0.2 possibility of future for my higher education (laughs) because of being a Baha'i, which is a religious minority that has been prevented from any higher education so basically within four to five months we went into a um, military curfew and it was unruly it was chaotic it was uh, not a place to uh, seek any higher education and my dad saw the writing on the wall and uh, said let's get you out of here so i received my admission for um, school in america And my flight was at 7.45 a.m. Because of the curfew, I could only uh, leave. We could leave after 5. So we dashed out on the streets of the capital city, Tehran, with uh, blockades of the smoking tires and also uh, turned upside down cars set on fires. The banks and businesses broke into. It was an obstacle course to get to the airport to find out from the person next to me that he was on the same flight the day before but was called back because of the revolutionary guard so he said unless we leave and uh, fly over the international border he would be fearful the same thing may happen so we prayed uh, to cross the international border and uh, we did and we did an emergency landing in Damascus to celebrate just kidding it was to fetch food, and fuel because the um, pilot didn't want to take any chances, so he just dashed out of the airport. I arrived at 1201, January 1, um, 1979, in San Francisco. Brand new country, brand new year, brand new culture, and people. So within a few months, the Iranian hostage crisis happened. Ten days later, I was deported. But thanks to the pro bono services of uh, the Catholic um, services, uh, religious services, I was able to sign for a refugee status. And so uh, while I was absorbing and digesting, processing this, being now a refugee, I received a call from my mom that uh, my dad was uh, taken at gunpoint uh, and was taken to undisclosed location for being a Baha'i. They ransacked the house. It was devastating. And um, it affected my studying and um, my aunt came to my um, support and said, you know, uh, you must keep yourself busy in serving the community because that is the center of our life. And so we, at the same time, the Hmong refugees came to San Diego. So um, with her encouragement and accompaniment, I was involved in that. And then um, because it really brought back how my parents and grandparents lived their life because uh, Abdu'l-Baha said that to be a Baha'i is to love humanity and try to serve it. So we did my portion for that. And then my friends at school said that, uh, what's wrong with you? You seem not to know anything about prejudice as it's going on here I said, that was very strange for me. I said, huh, I had to reflect. And I realized that all along, I was brought up as a world citizen, that Baha'u'llah said, earth is but one country and mankind its citizens, that to see No strangers, but regard all as members of one family. So I started realizing that I didn't see any otherness. No strangers, only friends I have not met yet. It... um, made me understand how that process could um, take place one of my friends said that uh, we are like mirror you know whatever we project we reflect fast forward to 1991 i met the love of my life Parisa, and uh, we got, uh, uh, we, uh, she herself was a smuggled out of the con- country, not like me in the plane, but she was shot at from the planes uh, of the guards, uh, the border pad- patrol, and made it here. So she and I, we finished our higher education um, in dentistry and chiropractic and moved to Carlsbad. My friends tell me, why Carlsbad? I said, well, you know, in, in Iran, I used to live in a city called Gombad, so I tried to find a city as bad, Carlsbad we had uh, we were blessed with two children when they became seven and eight we decided that we better uh, you know we'll, we're looking for more of a quality life for them so we looked into 14 states and alaska won we came here in 2000 yes we came here in 2010 and i was commuting for a few months so i asked my friend what do you use uh you know like do you guys use any aaa here um she said no you could but all you need here is a tow rope <laughs> i said are you kidding me so basically 2 months later We are at the bed and breakfast, and I received a call from my wife that she is in a ditch. I ran down the stairs, and by the time I get to put on my uh, boots, I receive a call that there is someone here helping. I said, wow, it's happening. (laughs) And... So, uh, a little bit later, she says, um, she called back and says, oh, the, uh, the minivan is too big. So, um, the person said, assured me that there will be someone with a truck stopping by. I, by the time I got there, the someone with a truck stopped by and took her out. So, we knew that we made the right decision to move here. And, uh, yes. And... And then um, we got to know that there are 105 languages are spoken here. It is most diverse, both culturally and spiritually with interfaith activities. We felt that we are in paradise. With the Baha'i writings, it talks about paradise is called Abha Kingdom. The initials is AK. I think we are in paradise. (laughs) So my friends tell me, don't you get homesick? because there there isn't much of your kind here. I said, no. Although I don't have any of my kind, but I have mankind as my friend and my family that I can connect with. And basically to share my culture, the Persian culture, Persian cuisine, Persian cat. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I learned... (laughs) I learned that, um, you know, to share, we need to first love humanity. And that's what, uh, and then as we do, we are like drops of water coming together. Once we come together, it starts to unite and bind. And then sharing is easy. We become the drops of one ocean of humanity. So nowadays, when we go back to Southern California, we call it our Thanksgiving trip. Because we give thanks, we are here and not there. (laughs)